Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Mary Queen of Peace Parish as we celebrate the 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and those who are returning home to our parish community. Because of the Delta variant's community spread in Allegheny County and the latest recommendation of the CDC, we are asking parishioners and guests to please mask up again. We are a community who cares deeply for one another, and wearing a mask, whether vaccinated or not, is a big way we can show concern for the safety of our youth and others who are not yet able to be vaccinated against COVID. For those who wish to continue physical distancing, you can be seated in the designated area in the church where the pews are marked with ribbons. Assisting us today as our lector is Mary Pakutinskis. Our altar servers are Christina and John Volley. I am your cantor, Christine Jordanoff. Our organist is Steve Steinbeiser. And our celebrant is Father Michael Stumpf. Let us all now stand, if you are able, for the entrance procession and join in our opening hymn, The Summons, number 790 in the blue hymnals. That's 790. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. And good evening, everyone. We're celebrating again this 28th Sunday of Ordinary Time. We've been walking with Jesus as his disciples and learning more and more about what it means to follow him in Mark's gospel. Of course, not just walking with the Lord, but walking with one another here at Mary Queen of Peace Parish. As we begin this celebration and this liturgy, as we continue to deepen what it means to be his follower and to be in relationship, we ask God's grace. We ask God's mercy. Lord Jesus, you have called us to follow. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you look upon us with great love and mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you share with us your mission, your kingdom. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sin, and bring us to everlasting life. to go. 
Gathering our prayers together, let us pray. May your grace, O Lord, we pray, at all times go before us and follow after, and make us always determined to carry out your good works. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. I prayed, and prudence was given to me. I pleaded, and the spirit of wisdom came to me. I preferred her to the scepter and throne, and deemed riches nothing in comparison with her. Nor did I liken any priceless gem to her, because all gold in view of her is a little sand and before her silver is to be counted as mar. Beyond health and comeliness, I loved her, and I chose to have her rather than the light, because the splendor of her never yields to sleep. Yet all good things together came to me in her company, and countless riches at her hands. The word of the Lord. Thanks be God. Fill us with your love, O Lord, and we will sing for joy. Fill us with your love, O Lord, and we Teach us to number our days that we may gain wisdom of heart. Turn back, O oh Lord, how long show pity to your servants. Fill us with your love, O oh Lord, and we At dawn, fill us with your merciful love. We shall exult and rejoice all our days. Give us joy for the days of our affliction. For the years when we looked upon evil. your deed be seen by your servants 
a reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, indeed the word of God is living and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating even between soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. No creature is concealed from him, but everything is naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must render an account. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. As Jesus was setting out on a journey, a man ran up, knelt down before him, and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus answered him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not kill. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not defraud. Honor your father and your mother. He replied and said to him, Teacher, all of these I have observed since my youth. Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, You are lacking one thing. Go, sell what you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. At that statement, his face fell, and he went away sad, for he had many possessions. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how hard it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were amazed at his words. So Jesus again said to them in reply, children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. They were exceedingly astonished and said among themselves, then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, for human beings, it is impossible, but not for God. All things are possible for God. Peter began to say to him, we have given up everything and followed you. Jesus said, Amen, I say to you, there is no one who has given up house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and for the sake of the gospel who will not receive a hundred times more now 
in this present age, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and eternal life in the age to come. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you. We're much better at religion than we are at spirituality. Or at least we're probably more comfortable with religion than we are with spirituality because spirituality has to do with a trusting relationship and dependence on God. And by the way, just a little caveat as I begin, what I'm going to preach about uh, this homily this weekend when I talk about dependence on God I'm not good at either. <laughs> so, so I'm just saying that right up front. So remember where we are in Mark's gospel. Remember what we've been hearing and what's been developing as we've continued to get uh, deeper and deeper into what it means to be a follower of Jesus. And Jesus is getting more and more radical about what it means to live his life and to follow in his footsteps. Recall that over the last several weeks, we've heard a couple of things unfold. Jesus again has given already two of the three passion predictions that happen in Mark's gospel. We're going to hear the result of the last passion prediction or the third next weekend. Yeah, 29th. Yeah, next weekend. And so we'll hear that. But we've already heard him say twice to his apostles, his disciples, the son of man is going to be handed over. He's going to die. He's going to suffer, he's going to die, and then he'll rise on the third day. And again, each time we recall that the disciples just, they're very kind of <laughs> closed-minded. They have very clear understandings or perceptions of what they think a Messiah and Jesus' mission is all about. And it's actually quite different. They're thinking like human beings. And remember as well, Jesus says, I'm going to suffer and die and rise to new life. And they're doing things like who's the greatest, who's the best, right? So remember what's happening there. And remember each time Jesus has tried to challenge them deeper. And remember too, that almost each time as he challenges them, he's been using uh, people and relationship as the core and the center. And he's used relational or visual aids. For instance, during one of the passion predictions, he brought a child into their midst, put his arm around the child and said, you must accept a child, and if you accept a child, and remember children, uh, and, and last weekend we heard about uh, marriage and the equality of marriage. So, so Jesus is using the images of those who are marginalized, vulnerable, who have no voice. And so that's what we've been building to and understanding as a follower of Jesus, that we too are going to have to follow in these footsteps of self-giving love, death, and resurrection. And he's constantly pushing us back towards relationships. Now, pick up where we have today's gospel. We have the young man, says a young man, who comes before him and he asks the question that probably all of us ask in one way or another. He says, what must I do to inherit eternal life, right? He's saying, what do I got to do to get to heaven? <laughs> right? That's what he's saying. And so, and so notice what happens as this dialogue unfolds. Jesus, first of all, talks about his own religion and his own faith and points to really the Decalogue or the Ten Commandments, the foundation of the Jewish law, the most important parts of the Jewish law. And he says, you know the commandments. Honor your father and mother, do not defraud, um, do not kill, do not commit adultery, right? So he says, and, and so the young man, and then, and then it unfolds. And, and the man says, I've done these. And I love the power and the beauty of the phrase. Jesus then looked at him, loved him, and said, there's something else you must do. And he moves from an understanding of religion to spirituality. From religion, you know the law. I have followed this all of my life to spirituality, relationship and trusting, self-giving of self in God's grace and in God's love. 
spirituality. I am always uh, inspired by the 12-step programs um, and those who are in recovery of from whatever addiction, uh, whatever. But there's a, there's a phrase in the 12-step in the and those who are in recovery that goes something like this. Religion is for those who are trying to get to heaven. Spirituality, excuse me, excuse me, I messed that up. Let me try that again. Religion is for those who are trying to stay out of hell. Spirituality is for those who've been through it. Okay, can I say that again? Religion is for those who are trying to stay out of hell. Spirituality is for those who've gone through it. Because here's what happens for most people who are in recovery and those who've gone through hell in their lives because of addiction. They get oftentimes to the point where they don't have anything left. They don't have any more strength. They don't have any more courage. They don't have any more willpower. They tried to do everything themselves and they get to the point where they're at rock bottom and they say, help. And that's what changes things. They've gone through hell and now they realize they must depend on something higher than them. They realize that it has to go beyond just checking boxes and doing the right thing to the depth of a needed, dependent, loving relationship. And that again is what changes things. That's the difference between religion and spirituality. Religion, again, we're so much more comfortable with sometimes, right? We know. We know what we're supposed to do. We know we're supposed to come to church on Sundays. We know that we're supposed to do good and avoid evil. We know the commandments. And those things are not bad and those things are good. But brothers and sisters, you and I cannot work our way to heaven. We can't get there on our own. Notice the phrase in the gospel passage, and, and we've been hearing it over and over again. Jesus says to them, as their disciples, talks to the young man, the young man goes away sad. Now the disciples and the apostles are together, and they ask him about it further, and he says to them, children, children. As we become adults sometimes, what has happened and what becomes much more tricky and difficult for us is we start to accomplish things. We start to gather things to ourselves. We start to get possessions and money. And again, all those things aren't necessarily bad in and of themselves. But Jesus says it's easier for a camel to pass through an eye of a needle than a rich person to get into heaven. And why is that? Is because when we accomplish and when we start to gather things, it becomes much more tricky because we think we can do it ourselves. We think we can do it ourselves. We. I think I can do it myself. And I can't. Jesus said, for humans, it is impossible. But for God, all things are possible. And so what it takes, really, to get to heaven, as Jesus explains to the young man and the apostles, is not so much following all the right rules in all the right ways, although, again, that's not a bad thing if it's based in our relationship and spirituality, but he says it's not religion, it's spirituality. It's your relationship and your willingness and dependence as a child would on God, God's love, and God's mercy. Have you and I done that in our lives? Have we been in a place like those who are in recovery, where we've been to a place where we've got nothing left, where there's no more strength in us, where, where there's no more dependence on all these material things that I've tried to develop, or all these accomplish and works and these good things that I've tried to do? Have you and I been to that place, and can we be and get to that place where we truly say to God, honestly and truthfully, help. I was talking to uh, someone recently who is in recovery, 
And, and here's the way he summarized it. He said, all you have to do is ask God sincerely. And then when somebody asks you, give them help. That's how we summarized spirituality and his 12-step recovery program. All you have to do is ask God sincerely. And then when someone asks you, offer help as well. Spirituality, relationship, dependence. I'm not so good at it. <laughs> Can you and I truly and honestly say, God, I need your help, and rely and trust on that dependence? Together we stand and profess one faith. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made, for us men and for our salvation. He came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Amen. Trusting the grace, the mercy, the loving look that God has for us all, we bring these needs and prayers of petition. Please respond, hear us, O Lord that all Christians may be instruments of evangelization by living the gospel. We pray yes. that all may have the opportunity to draw closer to you in weekly Sabbath rest. We pray yes. for all those on our prayer request list in the bulletin that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers, we pray. Yes, for a deepening care for the poor among all who preach, hear, and pray your word, we pray. Yes, we go forth for protection of the unborn and all at-risk parents, we pray. Yes, for all those who have died in our parish communi community, especially Delia O'Donnell, Elizabeth Tulisaki, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Yes. We remember today Al and Imelda Spinnenweber and all the intentions present on the altar along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Yes, Lord. Lord God, trusting in your grace and mercy, we bring these petitions and prayers before you, uniting them as your people in one mind and heart through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Our song for the presentation of the gifts is only this I want, number 782. What to know 
These are our gifts and lives. Pray, sisters and brothers, my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. Accept, Lord, the prayers of your faithful with sacrificial offerings that through these acts of devotedness we will pass over to the glory of heaven through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just, our duty and salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. You laid the foundations of the world and arranged the changing of times and seasons. You formed us in your image, setting us over the whole world in its wonder, to rule in your name over all you've made and to praise you in all your mighty works through Christ. And so with all of the angels, we praise you as in joyful celebration, we acclaim. You are indeed holy to be glorified, O God, for you love the human race and you always walk with us the journey of life. Blessed indeed is your Son present in our midst as we're gathered by his love and as he once did for his disciples and so now for us. He opens the scriptures and breaks the bread. Therefore, Father most merciful, send forth your Holy Spirit to sanctify these gifts of bread and wine that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, the night of the Last Supper, he took bread. He said the blessing. He broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, take this, all of you, and eat of it. This is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, once more giving thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, Holy Father, we celebrate the memory of Christ, your Son, our Savior, and led in through his passion and death on the cross to the glory of the resurrection in whom you've seated at your right hand. We proclaim the work of your love until he comes again. We offer you the bread of life, the chalice of blessing. Look with favor on this oblation of your church, which we show forth the paschal sacrifice of Christ that has been handed on to us. Through the power of the spirit of your love, May we be counted now and until the day of eternity among the members of your Son in whose body and blood we have communion. Lord, renew your church, which is in Mary, Queen of Peace, our diocese, our country, and our world. Strengthen it by the light of the gospel 
and strengthened the bonds of unity between the faithful and the pastors of the people, that together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, your people may shine forth in a world torn by strife as a prophetic sign of unity and concord. Remember our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the peace of Christ, all the dead whose faith you alone have known. Admit them to rejoice in the light of your face and in the resurrection. Give them the fullness of life. And grant also to us, when our earthly pilgrimage is done, that we would come to the eternal dwelling place to live with you forever in communion with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Saint Joseph, her blessed spouse, the apostles, the martyrs, and with all the saints, we shall praise and exalt you through Jesus Christ, your Son. Through him and with him and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Trust in the kingdom of God at the Savior's command, formed by divine teaching, we dare to say. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from all evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy, we may be free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. You said to your apostles and to us, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sin, but the faith of your church. Grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, for you live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. We turn and offer to one another some sign of Christ's peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. An act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there 
and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Our communion song is number 728, I Has Not Seen. I am shortening the announcements so I can add one to it. <laughs> In today's bulletin, uh, there is need of items for infant toddler atrium spaces. Deacon Frank is giving a presentation on a mission trip to Chimbote, Peru. That's Monday. Reminder also that tomorrow, Sunday, there's a blessing of animals in two locations, at this church and at St. Mary the Mount Church. Also in the bulletin, again, is information about planned giving and uh, information is on our website. 
All of these things I've just mentioned, the details are in the bulletin and on the parish website. And one last announcement, this just came to us this week, is next weekend we're going to be doing a special votive mass calling upon the Holy Spirit in parishes throughout the Diocese of Pittsburgh. We're just starting all to hear about it, including us uh, clergy, that Pope Francis is calling for what's called a synod in 2023, where he's basically asking about what we should be as church. And so he's asking input over the next two years on multiple levels. And that import will begin, and we'll be hearing more about that over the next several months in our diocese and our parish. But basically, it's, the Pope is listening would be the best way to describe it. And he's asking us, and especially those who are on the margins, um, those who have gone away from church for one reason or another, basically to, to share their voice about what they need from church and what church should be. And so we're kind of kicking that off next weekend throughout the diocese, and actually this weekend he's doing that in the Vatican. And then over the next number of months, there's going to be an opportunity, if we want, to share our voices with him about the church. So stay tuned. Together let us stand and let us pray. We entreat your majesty most humbly, Lord, that as you feed us with the nourishment which comes from the most holy body and blood of your Son, so you may make us sharers in his divine nature, for he lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. May the blessings of Almighty God be upon you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. Our closing song is number 615, Holy God, We Praise Thy Name.